Good day to you fine people of God. I'm Pastor Cole McClendon coming to you from Central Assembly of God, Bethlehem, Pennsylvania. I trust that you will find great value in listening to this message today. My hope is that you're encouraged and strengthened by the word given and that you will return to this site frequently to listen in. Be blessed. All right, I want to give you uh, our message today. I'm going to say our message because Pastor Amy and I are going to tag team on this message. And uh, my message is titled Reevaluating Motherhood. And it's really about parenthood, but being that today is Mother's Day, obviously there's going to be a strong emphasis for mothers today. Um, but all of you parents will relate to this. I want to start off with a question, though. Am I the only one that would love to have a, a redo or a do-over on some parenting faux pas? So I'm not the only one. Uh, how many of you moms have ever left the scene of one of your children's crimes where you were, had to exercise discipline and you went to your own room and cried after the fact? And then they don't believe you when you say, this hurts me more than it hurts you. Life is so full of twists and turns. We, uh, uh, children don't come with a manual. And maybe you ladies should petition God and he would change it up a bit and make it so that husbands get a manual download from God and some necessary part of his anatomy is where he must produce, uh, let's just say a flash drive. You can guess where it should have to come out. Pastor Mackay had her fun. I'm having a little fun now. We're just uh, enjoying these moments, but um, children can be stubborn versus compliant. Um, they can be free-spirited and confident or very clingy and needy. Some are loving and sweet, while others are self-centered and just plain mean. And I know I'm not talking about your children, but we can talk about other people's children, right? You have done everything in your power to raise them good and even to love God. But when they turn 14, the devil gets in them. And they begin to look at you as if you were Adolf Hitler. And then there are days when you will wonder if it's not a scene from the exorcist and you are the one that has to drive the devil out of them. How could I give birth? So I'm... I, I am going to have a little bit of fun with this to lighten it because it, it's, this is going to be a message that will really pull at your heart. Um, Mom, I'm going to give the ending away for you up front. I want you to experience grace today. 
want all you moms to experience grace today. You dads can too because this will apply equally to you, but it is Mother's Day. God gives you grace. God gives you grace. You need to give yourself some grace. Um, in spite of what you think about yourself, I need you to hear this preacher this morning, Mom. He picked you to be the mother of your children that he gave you. God always knows what he's doing and he didn't make his first mistake with you and your child. So Pastor Amy and I are, are going to give you the, at least the opportunity to have us lay hands on you and pray over you before you leave today. And I begin with this thought, you're not alone. And it's taken from Isaiah chapter 41, verse 10. Uh, you can see it there. I'm sorry, I flipped the page too quick. I'm reading from the Passion Translation. I enjoy this translation of the scriptures when I can use it. Do not yield to fear, for I'm always near. This is God speaking to you. Do not yield to fear, for I am always near. Never turn your gaze from me. For I am your faithful God. Look at your neighbor and say, God is, faithful. God is faithful. I will infuse you with my strength. So look at your neighbor again and say, you're about to get an infusion. Come on, children, tell your mom that. I will infuse you with my strength and help you in every situation. Say the word, every situation. I will help you in every situation. That includes parenting. I will hold you firmly with my victorious right hand. So I have scarce notes today. You can take as much as you want, but you're only getting a little from me. We're all living in a free world. Now, don't uh, read too much into that statement. Don't overthink it. All of us are, have a free will, right? And as such, make decisions that at best may confuse our parents and at worst hurt them. I've done both. I've confused my parents and I've hurt them. I, I could explain one to you, but I don't want to take the time today to do so. It's already almost 12.15. But, but I, I've confused my parents and I've hurt them. Kids do that. Um, so this interpreted, we're living in a free world, means that your children will do things that will embarrass you. You ever have your children embarrass you? Are your kids sitting beside you? Because I'm the only one that has my hand right now raised up. They will make you angry. And I know all of you should be raising your hands on that one. And uh, turn around and thrill you with delight. I want you to listen in close to me right now. 
Every one of you parents needs to hear what I'm about to say to you. We are three pages in on your Bible. When a child murders his brother. Three pages in. Check me on it if you wish. You know the story though. If that doesn't help you understand original sin, then I don't know what will, but Cain eliminated the only competition he had in the world by murder. He's a child of Adam and Eve. You can't blame Adam and Eve for that. What I'm telling you is that man had his own choice, free will. And what I want you to understand is that doing wrong is in our DNA. You're born that way. Those of you about my age and older will remember Flip Wilson used to say, the devil made me do it. And those of you who have no idea who that is, it's all right. I'm just acting my age. It's in your DNA. But I want you to understand something. What that scripture says to us that I started with is you're not on this journey by yourself. God is with you and you're not alone. He will infuse you. Hear the word again. He will infuse you. That means give you what you need for any moment that you need it. Not only is God with you, but we're all in this with you as well. Listen, billions of parents have graced the face of this earth before you and we still don't have it figured out. Somebody right now, probably 25 people are writing a book right now on parenting. And we got thousands of them. Stop comparing yourself, by the way, to with the parents who seem to always get it right. Who've got those wonderful kids that you look at and say, why couldn't mine be like, you never say it out loud. You never say it out loud, but you think it. Why couldn't my kid be like that? Why couldn't my children? I want you to understand this. He did not suddenly become a lying manipulator. He developed that way. He learned it from somebody. Now, I could go way down that pathway. I'm trying not to be too psychological today, but he didn't get that way in an instant. And remember, he had a mom. We very rarely hear anything of her. Her name was Maka. M-A-A-C-A-H. We can see from the scriptures that David ultimately excused and enabled Absalom. He really did enable him because he should have put his foot down. He saw signs and he didn't take care of business. It's what his father should have done. 
All of us in the human family are prone to error. I want you to understand that. All of us in the human family are prone to error. Romans 3.23 tells us, for everyone has sinned and falls short of God's glorious standard. For everyone has sinned. For everyone has sinned. Let's face it. We are all imperfect. And guess what? Our imperfections also go into our parenting. So there's going to be some parents today. There's going to be some grown adults today that are going to forgive your mom and dad. Because you need to. And, and isn't it true, those of us who now have our own children, are, are, you're like, wow, my parents were good. Because, yeah. Mom, you may love your children with every fiber of your being, and 19 out of 20 things that you do will be done right. But that one thing that you didn't do right will trouble you. Keep you awake at night. And so our goal today, Pastor Amy and I, is to get you to recognize your imperfections. Your humanity. And give yourself latitude to both succeed and fail, but still feel capable. Feel, still feel that you're loved. That God gave you children and he figured you could do it. Think about it for a moment. If the scripture says, I knew you in your mother's womb, that God knew you could handle it. We want to prop you up today and give you the desire to go forward in grace. So Pastor Amy's now going to come and share a little bit with you and make it real sweet for you. <laughs> if you could put the scripture up, I want to talk to you about putting your past in the past. Philippians 3, verses 13 through 14. We're going to just stay there and not go to the written points because what I have found in my life and is a, is a parent and, and so forth is that, especially at this stage of my life, I have to depend on on the Lord. I have to depend on a strength that is above myself. Why? Because of your human imperfections. Can you say amen? amen. And it's a compelling force. And so this compelling force of, of the strength of God, it helps you. And I want to encourage you and exhort you to put the past in the past. What is your past? It could be your own parents their imperfections and how they indirectly it hurt you and caused you maybe uh, dysfunction. Maybe it caused you great pain and it tripped you up and, and, and you just couldn't, you know, maybe there was abuse and dysfunction uh, in, in your families of all different kinds, your, your own parents, maybe your grandparents. And then you're trying to, to be a mom, to be, be a grandmother, uh, to be a coworker, to be a friend to people. And yet you have this in your life, this past that hinders you. 
Don't depend on your own strength to push past it, but allow the Lord, allow those experiences, those, those painful experiences to be almost like a, a Uber driver that gets you in, in their Uber car and it pushes you, pushes you past your past. It pushes you on to victory. It helps you to forget, and it helps you to, uh, it, 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 it unloosens your heart on the inside where those things eat at you and cause you pain, and, and you cry, and you even need to tell people, you know, I had this happen and that happen. It unloosens those strings within your heart. Here we go. It unloosens your strings within your heart to, to look past those imperfections and see your future. And in your future, it's bright, and there's victory, and there's hope. Why? Because you have God's strength in, in operating in and through you. And you can give that to people as opposed to giving them your pain, as opposed to giving them uh, the things, uh, people's imperfections that have affected your life. The neat thing is, is it changes your perspective of looking at your family, in your family, your mom, your dad, your own children, your, your own imperfections. It, it, it changes your perspective to not be fastened on your imperfections and other people in your family's imperfections, but to realize that you're fully human and God is fully God. And he created you, and he wants to use you within your family in a powerful way. There's nobody like you. And so you want, when you change that perspective and when you fasten your heart on, on the Lord, you're able to see the beauty that you do have. You're able to see the beauty that your mom and your dad had, even if they've gone uh, from this life to the next. You're able to see, not, not imperfections, but you're able to see, like Pastor Cole just said, wow, they really did try. Wow, they had their strengths. And, and you look differently. You have a different view on people because you can see the human condition, but you can see how they're trying. And you can see that they had pain and they had disappointments in their life. And they did the best they could. And so... Make a decision to let the, in this service, and even when we pray uh, over you, if, if you desire that or choose for that, make a decision to let the grace of God wash over your life, wash over your attitudes, wash over uh, your relationships uh, in your family. And, you know, Paul in, this, in these scriptures, you can, you can change it. Are you changing the thing? Paul in these scriptures, he was ministering in Philippi, and there was a lot of challenges there. Just like each of us have a lot of challenges in our families and in our relationships, the different relationships that, that we all have in, in our families. He, he struggled. He, Paul even struggled with his own humanity. And if you think about it, the apostle Paul... Can, can be inspired by the Holy Spirit and put it in the Bible that, that you know, he, he wanted to get rid of some of this stuff in his life, but he still couldn't. But if he could put that, there's a purpose. 
There's a purpose that we're going to struggle with our humanity. We're going to struggle in, in relationships with other people's imperfections. But Paul, the good of it is, is that the value of it is that God reminds us into the reality of our lives, into the reality of our relationships, that there's someone that we can depend upon. There's someone who can change our, our thought processes, change the bondages in our heart. There's someone who can move us forward and that we can walk forward in a supernatural strength in spite of our humanity, in spite of our human imperfections and enjoy the relationships that God gives us in our family. Can somebody say amen? amen. Come on, a louder amen. Can somebody say amen? Okay. It, 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 walk it out like this. You're around someone in your family and maybe all you see is their imperfections. And that's all you see. Drives you nuts. That's all you see. If you apply some of these, this, this message, if you apply this particular uh, portion of the message, you'll be able to see them with a different view. Instead of being stolen from their imperfections and enjoying their relationship and enjoying the good that they can add to your life and you can add to their life, um, uh, you, can, you can actually enjoy them. And so strength will come when you work at allowing God to change your perspective, change the attitudes of your heart, to help you with the offenses, and also forgetting the mistakes that you personally have made, especially for moms. No excuse not for us to do our best. No excuse for us not to grow in God and, and all of that. This isn't an excuse thing. But if you will start there, it is not supernatural for us to forget our mistakes. It's not, it's not natural for us to forget our mistakes. It's not natural for us to forget the mistakes of other people, especially those in our family. It is not natural, but it's a supernatural act of God. Always, always, say it with me again, always. He always will show up. He always wants to work with you. He always wants yeah. to help you. Yeah. Um, uh, he, that, this, is, this is the purpose of this message. He always wants to help you. He wants to help you in your relationships with your family. He wants to help you with your own, own issues. He will always show up. Say it with me one more time. Always. always. He's going to always show up. At this point, at this point in my life, I have now raised which I two two wonderful sons, and I've raised I've raised a daughter. I have four I have two daughter in laws or laws as you call them, and a and a son in love. I have four grandchildren, and one thing that I've realized through my imperfections. And, and as I've walked through the, these relationships and done my very, very best with the strength of God, that I've had to realize the power of forgiveness. That, you know, I did, haven't always done everything right in those relationships. And they haven't always done everything right in the relationships with me. But when I recognize the power of forgiveness and for myself and to give it, to other people um, and, and recognize my humanity that I haven't been a perfect mom. I haven't been a perfect mother-in-law or mother-in-love. I haven't been a perfect grandmother, even though I think that I am. <laughs> it's my favorite thing to do. Uh, yeah. 
right? <laughs> haven't been a perfect friend, haven't been a perfect coworker, haven't been a perfect neighbor, but I've had to have difficult conversations with my family, with all of these relationships. This is, I'm, this is to get you to move past your past, okay? And connect with God's power. I've had to have those difficult uh, conversations with my knees knocking, with clamming and anxiety in my heart, but it's helped me to move past. It's going to help you to move past. And I've experienced forgiveness from all of these relationships, and they've experienced forgiveness from me. We are all perfectly human, and our, all of our imperfections are glaring at times, but there's always the help of God to help us put the past in the past. And I think that is amazing. As parents, we make our mistakes, and your children will make mistakes too. But if you can apply this scripture and sort of some of my thoughts that I'm sharing with you, you will walk in a victory. You will walk in a joy. You will walk in peace in your heart and even in your thought processes. Those, those negative thought processes won't bind your mind, won't bind your spirit because you know, in spite of being human, you're truly doing the best you can and you're connected with the God who is more than enough. Amen? And then finally, my prayer my main desire for each of you moms, each of you parents, each of you brothers and sisters in the Lord on this Mother's Day, my prayer for you is that I'm praying for all the imperfect children. If there is Pastor Nicole saying, or they're in the nursery, or they're 70-some years old or 80, all the imperfect mothers, all the imperfect people, that we would come together and offer the best gift to our families, that we would come together and we would give forgiveness and we would take a leap and reach out and quit focusing, stop it, stop it on people's imperfections, on people's things uh, uh, that, that drive us nuts, but that we would come together and we would take a leap and we would reach out to someone in our family this week and we would offer God's grace and forgiveness and love and work towards that way in Jesus' name. Amen. So as I close this message today, as you can see from the uh, PowerPoint, yes, you can. Um, think about it for a moment. When Paul wrote that passage of scripture that Pastor Amy read first, into that big bundle of mess, God wants to breathe his wind and his grace. Into the big bundle of mess our lives are. You do remember Paul had a thorn in his side that he prayed and asked God to remove. God did not. So there were imperfections in who we might understand as the, the greatest of all apostles. He had imperfections, things that just weren't right. Jesus is referred to as the son of David. Why did I bring that up? I really want you to think about this for a moment. Jesus is referred to as the son of David. The biblical 
historical position David's, David holds. And yet we know as a parent, he was not that great. Think about it. Jesus, God in the flesh, is referred to as a son of David. You can point to David's imperfection. You, they're glaring. And Jesus is referred to as a son of David in the New Testament. What is that? What should that mean to you? If God can do that with someone like David, I think you've got a little bit of room. Because God, re, God redeems the lowest of humanity. We've gone through some of these today. Consider Eve. Eve made the first error. She was a mom. And yet God redeemed her. Consider Rahab. You know her story, don't you? She's, she's not known for what she actually... When we refer to Rahab, you know her if I refer to her as the harlot. But she was a redeemer for Israel. God used her. God redeemed her. And ultimately, Rahab, that we know of in that negative fashion, is directly connected to Ruth, who is also directly connected to Jesus. Consider the other Mary. You know, the other Mary. We don't talk about her much either. But she is redeemed by Jesus. Jesus refers to her in the most loving, compassionate fashion that a human can. It's Mother's Day, so I refer to those ladies. But guys, you're not off the hook because remember there was Adam. It's not just Eve. And here's another dad we should mention today. Eli. Right? He was in the priestly line. He had two boys that were... Didn't turn out so well. But guess what? Guess who raised Samuel? From the point of which he was weaned from his mother, Samuel was in the hands of Eli. I think Samuel turned out pretty good. And we've already talked about David today. All of these were, hear me when I say it, I wanted to get into your spirit, were deeply flawed individuals, but God chose them. And he used them mightily. God chose them and he used them mightily. Where does that leave you? It should remind you that God can use you. With your imperfections, with the garbage and junk that has run across your path and some of the stuff you invited, 
God can use you. So I want to end where we started today. Here it is. The passage of scripture that we started with. Do not yield to fear, for I am always near. Never turn your gaze from me, for I am your faithful God. I will infuse you with my strength and help you in every situation. I will hold you firmly with my victorious right hand. So what Pastor Amy and I want to see happen for you in your life today is we want to see you walk out of here with your shoulders squared back and all of your flaws to say, thank you, Jesus, that your grace covers me. I've made mistake as, mistakes as a parent. I made mistakes as a child. I will make mistakes as a grandparent. Not many, but... <laughs> but I want you to recognize your humanity. You're human. And in spite of that humanity, God chose us. He's always made that choice. He chose David from all of his brothers before he ever got into any mess. So here's what Pastor Amy and I want to do today. Evangelist Minister Nick is going to help direct you. And if you want prayer today, we're going to pray over you as a family. And then you can make your way out. If you feel the need to leave or don't want hands laid on you, and I don't say that with any conviction or concern. If you just don't want that happening, you are welcome to walk out. Moms, don't forget, though, to take a flower. We got that for you today. We wanted to honor you. So I'm going to do this. Um, Minister Tina, you and your family, I'm going to let you go first. You can sit there if you wish, and we will lay hands on you. Father, I thank you for the Morales Negron family. I thank you for their beautiful children. I thank you, Lord, that you love them deeply. And I thank you, God, that into this life of imperfection, you breathe hope, courage, and strength. And out of them, Lord, comes ministry. <laughs> What a, what a beautiful view of grace, Lord. That to them, you made a choice, you made a decision that they would serve you in ministry. And you gifted them, Lord. Thank you for these children, Lord. Thank you for their children, Lord. And God, what a beautiful picture of grace. That you chose them choose them and you choose to, to love them and keep them by your care. Amen. Amen. If you desire prayer, um, if this side could just line up over here on the side of the wall and then we'll funnel this way. And if you're on this side, line up over there on that side of the wall and I'll direct you guys to come up this way as well. If you desire prayer, just line up that way and then look for me for the signal.
then as you exit, as you pray, they pray and exit, and go up the middle. Father, I thank you so much that once again, into flawless humanity, God, you breathe grace and hope. this call on her life and Lord you're doing your work in her and I thank you for her Lord and so once again her beautiful son Isaiah pray God she has others Lord all of them all of her boys I pray you bless them and anoint them and you keep them and I pray Lord Jesus that you would use them and that God into this imperfection you bring life and hope and, and a great future wonderful grace Father I thank you so much for these beautiful people Lord elders leaders and yet imperfect you love them deeply Lord you will use them and you have used them just, just as you have used them you will continue to use them to have a voice because you gave them that. They make a difference because of your anointing and touch. Continue to bless them, Lord. And Lord, if there's any pain, if there's any uh, uh, regrettable facts from their past, throw them out, Lord. Throw those things out of their own heart and mind so that they can walk in your grace free and Lord bring healing to James's body complete healing in Jesus name I hope you've enjoyed today's message and that it has been a blessing to you thank you for listening in if you have met Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, would you please connect with us either at our website, www.centralfamily.net, or perhaps give us a call at 610-865-0577. We'd love to hear from you. Also, if this has been that kind of a blessing to you, would you consider blessing us with a financial gift to make it possible for us to continue to do what we're doing here and taking the gospel not only to the lehigh valley but around the world we want to do our part in reaching the people that god has entrusted to us with the gospel of jesus christ you can help us with your financial gift or sowing a seed to this ministry god bless you have an amazing day remember you can reach us and give through www.centralfamily.net.